Good morning, traders. I am Emily Vani, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Friday, March 3rd. We head into the final regular trading session of the week after all three major indices closed in the green yesterday following a bumpy start to the week. The Dow added more than 340 points or 1.05%. The S&P 500 advanced more than three-fourths of a percent and the NASDAQ gained almost three-fourths of a percent. Bill, let's get into Friday and see how the first week of March closes out with what is happening in the markets this morning. Uh, hi, uh, yes, good morning, Emily. I'm watching the S&Ps. We're up 0.27% uh, this morning. Uh, it's a positive. We were up a little higher, I will tell you that, but I mean, we're still looking for uh, a good uh, positive opening. Um, you know, and, and we're probably going to finish out the week with the, you know, with the gain. That's going to be the first weekly gain since January. I mean, we've been we've been treading water uh, lower all month of February, which is kind of what we, we felt going into that month. Um, you know, the market momentum, hey, it turned positive yesterday. And, and why did it turn positive? Because of Fed speak. You know, Atlanta Fed Bank President Raphael Bostic, he indicated that he'd be in favor of a rate pause by the summer. He's... You know, they got to wait for the data. The, the, the Fed is a reactionary group. They don't try and, you know, anticipate. They're, they work off of the data. And, you know, this guy is a dove, and he is talking about maybe pausing the rate hikes in, in later this summer. That's a big positive for the markets. Um, and, you know, today's action is really going to be focused on, you know, the February PMI report and Fed speak. And, you know, because we've got a host of FOMC officials talking today. Um you know, you talk about it. There's two readings uh, on U.S. service sectors uh, out, uh, you know, this morning. Um, you know, there's the S&P Global and the ISM. They're both due. They're one's due out at 9.45 a.m. The other one's due out at 10 a.m. Um, but it's similar data from the Eurozone and China showed activity in the service sectors in both mar markets expanded last month. So this is kind of like a, a fortune teller saying, you know, if China expanded, in Europe expanded, you can expect the U.S. to expand as well. So we're going to be watching those numbers closely. Um, we're looking overseas at what's happening. You know, the DAX, the DAX is up 0.94%, almost a full 1%. Uh, it's up 144 points. We're looking at the FTSE. It's up 3.97% 3, 3, 3 or 0 0.05. The CAC is up 0.67%. Last night in Asia, we saw some strong gains, especially out of the Nikkei. The Nikkei dropped, jumped. 1.56% or 428 points. Hong Kong jumped 138 points or 0.68%. Uh, we're watching oil as well. Oil this morning is trading slightly lower. You got WTI at $77.78 a barrel, whereas in Brent is at $84.25 a barrel. There's a big there's a big meeting going on next week in Houston uh, where everybody in the oil industry is getting together. We could see it could create some volatility. We'll have to watch out for that. But uh, that's what I have for you in terms of uh, news that's hitting the markets this morning, Emily.
And Bill, you did give us a little bit of a preview there on economic data and really how important that is to follow along with. And it's exactly what the Fed is doing, you know, watching all this data as it makes decisions um, in its upcoming monetary policy. So in just a moment, we're going to get to what we should be watching on this Friday. But before we turn to economic events, let's get to earnings action. Some fascinating ones going on here today. So Bill, give us a rundown of what's going on in terms of earnings. Okay, let's talk Costco, ticker COST, Charlie, Oscar, Sam, Tom. Uh, they beat by nine cents, but it was done on lower revenue. Their online sales were, were weak. Uh, you look at Costco this morning, it's trading lower by 2.41%. Marvel Technologies, ticker MRVL, Michael, Richard, Victor, Larry, they missed by a penny, but they did it on higher revenue, not enough. Stocks down 9.02%. We're talking uh, Broadcom, ticker AVGO, Apple, Victor, Charlie, Oscar, they, they delivered a nice beat of 23 cents. They did that on higher revenue. Um, guidance was good. You know, that stock's up 1.65%. We're talking Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies, ticker D-E-L-L, David, Edward, Larry, Larry. They beat by 17 cents. They did it on higher revenue. You know, the company forecast current quarter and revenue below estimates. Um, they're, they're really expecting... Uh, you know, first quarter revenue to decline between 17 and 21 percent. That's why you're seeing Dell, you know, drop this morning. It's down 3.53 percent. In Zscaler, tickers ZF, Zebra Sam, they beat by eight cents and they did that on higher revenue. Upcoming, we have Sienna on Monday morning. That's ticker C-I-E-N, Charlie, India, Edward, Nancy. Their EPS estimate is 36 cents. Expected move here is 9.79 percent. We're talking trip.com. They're coming out uh, Monday afternoon. That's ticker TCOM. Tom, Charlie, Oscar, Mary. Their EPS estimate is this were a loss of two cents. Expected move is 8.79%. Guidewire, ticker GWRE. Grace William, Richard Edward. Their EPS estimate is for a loss of four cents per share. Expected move here is 8.10%, definitely. Bill, just a note to our listeners that Zscaler was your pick of the day yesterday that beat by eight cents on higher revenue. We're going to do a recap on that pick of the day by the end of the show. Now let's get to those economic events of the day. A couple of um, economic reports coming out and then a bunch of Fed speak. And as you told us, Bill, you know, that Fed speak really has the ability to move the markets along with the economic data because people are keeping a close eye to try to Gage, what's going to be coming up in the future? So, Bill, give us a rundown of all we should be watching when it comes to economic events. 9.45 a.m. this morning, we're going to get the PMI composite final. 10 a.m., we get the ISM services index. And these are going to be the two ones that are really going to be, uh, you know, create the direction for the market today. Uh, 1 p.m., we get the Baker Hughes rig count. Um, you know, we'll see if that uh, goes back to expanding. Uh, but in terms of Fed speak, we got a lot of Fed speak going on today. I mean, it starts at 11 a.m. with uh, Dallas Fed Bank President Lori Logan. Uh, 11.45, once again, we're going to be hearing from Rafael Bostic, the Atlanta Fed Bank President. You know, he came out really dovish uh, yesterday, and he, he created, uh, you know, a, a spark that really ignited the markets yesterday. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to be hearing from uh, Fed, Fed Governor Michelle Bauman. At 4.15, we're going to be hearing from uh, you know, Richmond Fed Bank President uh, Thomas Barkin. Um, just want to point out that uh, Christopher Waller was scheduled to speak yesterday to via Zoom call. You know, he did do the speech, but, you know, the call was actually hijacked by a participant who, instead of showing Christopher Waller, they were showing, I guess, inappropriate images. But he's still, you know, he's still a big hawk, um, and you know, he. But his uh, his hawkish nature didn't get um, 
uh, widespread attention due to the fact that the uh, uh, Zoom call was hijacked. But uh, it's very interesting. Never saw that happen before. But that's what we have for you in terms of economic events happening today, Emily. Bill, that is certainly interesting and something that I'm sure you were able to catch because you were following your newswear and alerts and sifting through all of the news of the day. Sort of these the stories that sometimes are underneath these major headlines. And you're able to do this, like I said, using newswear. And you're breaking it down into alerts. And I'm sure, like you've said before, you have an alert set up for all of these Fed officials today to watch their comments as they come in. And you also set up alerts for things like the FANG socks, like Dow 30 socks, and for news like merger news and guidance news and buyback news. So you're able to categorize this news, watch it as it comes in, and make smart moves on any given trading day. So, Bill, what else do you see is possibly moving the markets today? What do I see? You know, I mean, first of all, let's just take a let's just take a quick peek. You know, you got the S and P's trading higher. Uh, that, that's a nice stock. The majority of the Dow stocks are showing green. We like to see that. Um, we're looking at the airlines higher. We're looking at the banks trading higher. Drugs are mixed to higher. Uh, semiconductors. You know what? They're they're. I'm going to call them higher just because the stocks that are trading actively are up. Uh, you know, are up stronger than the ones that are down. Um, but you know, it, it looks like we're going to have a good strong. We're, we're going to have a good opening. We're looking at the Fang stocks, and we are showing gains. You know, like one one and a half percent, so it's positive. We're looking at some of the news behind it, and we're talking starting off with Apple. Um, you know, Apple's having a, is up almost one percent this morning. I see that Morgan Stanley reaffirmed uh, Apple is uh, its top pick. Uh, Apple supplier uh, Foxconn plans a seven hundred million investment in an India in a plant in India. Um, let's talk Facebook Meta platforms. Uh, last month, Meta announced that it's planned to open Horizons to teens, the teenagers. Now, yesterday, two senators, two U.S. senators, sent Mark Zuckerberg a letter, the CEO of uh, Meta platforms, um, asking him to halt the release based on, you know, the based on you know uh, Meta's history of failing to protect teens and. They got a leg to stand on here. They really do. We'll, we'll have to see if, the, you know, you, you don't want to fight senators, um, but uh, we'll have to see what happens here. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some more comments to come. We're talking Tesla, ticker TSLA. Tesla showed some nice, strong gains this morning. Uh, we're seeing the stock up 1.6%. Um, their Chinese sales figures are increasing. That's causing the stock to push higher. That's nice to see. Let's talk about some Dow Jones 30, Walmart, uh, ticker WMT, William Michael Tom, Walmart CEO. Uh, he's planning on staying in the role for at least three more years. Still has not identified a successor, but seems like he has someone in mind. Uh, Boeing, ticker BA, boy, Apple, um, you know, Hong Kong's uh, Greater Bay Airlines. Uh, they just placed an order for 15 737-9 airplanes from Boeing. That's a positive. Uh, let's talk C Salesforce. Salesforce, CRM, Charlie Richard Mary. They had it. A, they had it. They delivered a great beat on Wednesday. Stock really took off yesterday. Uh, you're looking at it this morning. It's you know it's essentially flat. But the CEO, you know, he credits the shareholder activists for giving him insights as to a major factor in their recent earnings beat. And you know, most people are fighting these activists. This guy's actually embracing him. He's saying, listen, what do you think I can do to help my business, you know, grow? What do you think I can do to kind of uh, get more revenue? And, you know, he, he said he got some really good insights. And, you know, he, he basically gave the credit to this quarter's beat to these uh, shareholder activists. So it's not always a bad thing to listen to these guys. 
Uh, let's talk some merger news. HPE, Henry, Henry Paul Edward, that's Hewlett Packard Enterprises. They're going to be acquiring Access Securities, Johnson Outdoors, sticker J-O-U-T, John, Oscar, Uncle Tom. Uh, they signed a deal to uh, sell Eureka military and commercial tents product lines for $13.7 million. Uh, we're talking guidance numbers, you know, Marvel, ticker MRBL, Michael Richard, Victor Larry. They see Q1 EPS coming in 24 cents to 34 cents. Street was at 41 cents, big down tick. Um, C3AI, that's ticker AI, Apple India. They see Q4 revenue coming in between 70 million and 72 million. Street estimate was 69.85. Uh, you know, that's a big uptick. Uh, we're talking uh, Nordstrom, sticker JWN, John, William, Nancy. They see full year 2023 adjusted EPS coming in between a dollar eighty cents to two twenty. Street estimates one dollar ninety three cents. Uh, okay, I'll give it to you. They're going to be closing uh, their Canadian operations. Uh, HPE Henry Paul Edward. They see their Q2 adjusted EPS forty two cents, forty four cents to fifty two cents. Street estimates forty seven cents. That's that's right in the middle, but it's pretty good. Uh, Broadcom, ticker AVGO, uh, Apple, Victor, Grace, Oscar. They see Q2 revenue approximately $8.7 billion. Street estimate is $8.59. Um, you know, they, they feel that there's going to be increased investment in artificial intelligence, and that's going to spur demand for its chips that are used in data centers. Now, that's a theme you want to keep in mind, artificial intelligence spurring demand for data center chips, because you, you might see that happen a lot. Um, let's talk shareholders meetings. Jack in the Box, ticker J-A-C-K, John Apple, Charlie Kilo. Uh, Jack in the Box is holding a shareholders meeting today. It's going to start at 11.30 a.m. Uh, in terms of buyback news, uh, Hess, ticker H-E-S, Henry Edward Sam, Hess authorized a new 1 billion share buyback program. And... Um, Broadcom, ticker AVGO, Apple, Victor, Grace, Oscar. They were the Broadcom reports 1.19 billion expenditure uh, on repurchasing of up to 2.1 million shares in Q1, fiscal Q1. Um, so, yeah, a lot of good positive news out. We'll have to see what happens when the day opens up, but uh, I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm getting ready for the day, Emily. This is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily. It's factual. It's market moving. And our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that professional Newswire delivers. We've now made it to that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day. Bill March is maybe starting out strong for the, the markets getting a gain, perhaps for you too. We're starting out strong. So what is your pick of the day on this Friday? Going to go with Sienna, ticker C-I-E-N, Charlie, India, Edward, Nancy. Uh, you know, earnings are out Monday morning. Uh, EPS is 36 cents. The expected move is 9.79%. Um, you know, the option date is positive. Uh, you know, you're looking at the open interest and it's a, it's a two to one in favor of calls. That's, that's what you like to see. The broker's, the raising price targets, you got to like that. And, and, you know, the, the, there's all this talk about backlog. So there, there's a supply chain issue going on here, uh, but they have a lot of backlogs of orders. So if those if supply chains work out, they can really fulfill those orders. And that will be a positive. Uh, you, you look at what the CEO said last quarter, our strong fiscal fourth quarter financial results were better than expected as we benefited from some favorable supply chain developments in the second half of the quarter. 
We expect delivery outsized revenue growth, growth in fiscal 2023, given our significant backlog and continuing signs of gradual supply improvement. I like that. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's hitting it's it's hitting the the nail on the head here. Um, you know, the question is, you know, what's a good price to get in at? I really want to get in at under, you know, forty nine. I'm thinking anywhere forty eight forty eight fifty would be you know a good price. But I do think we're going to see some gains in Siena today. Ticker C I E N Charlie India Edward Nancy Emily. We will watch that along with you today. And coming up, we will do that recap on yesterday's pick of the day to see how that went. So stick with us. But first, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our hot off the press segment. Bill, take it away. Okay, let's see what do we have here. Spartan Ash, ticker SPTN, they're, they're raising their quarterly dividend uh, 2.4%. Okay. Meta Platforms delivered some mixed response to recommendations on controversial VIP program. It, it accepted most of the suggestions, uh, but rejected the key provisions. Ticker NWG, they, apparently they're uh, having a lot of da daily trading losses. They're, they're changing their uh, risk models. Uh, Coinbase, you know, set to open up lower. You know, here's the thing, you, you know, that they, um, uh, the... 10K, the annual, is, is going to be delayed. And when you put out a statement like that, they typically sell it. Your stock typically gets uh, uh, sold off on those that type of negative news. You can't be late on those uh, SEC documents. Bank of America, Citigroup, cutting some investment banking jobs in Asia. It shouldn't surprise anyone. Uh, U.S. adds 28 Chinese entities to the commerce uh, export restricted list. Uh, Apparently, they're targeting these firms for their alleged ties to Iranian military. Zoom video uh, terminates employment of uh, President Greg Toome. Plug Power, ticker PLUG, they announced a historic flight of an airliner powered by pro-gen fuel cells. You know, Best Buy uh, joins the list of retailers given a cautious outlook. Luxair to acquire four Boeing 737-8 jets. Ticker BERU, you know, stock's just getting hit after the FDA declined its uh, uh, emergency youth authorization. You know, keep an eye on out for the next generation of cancer vaccines because they're coming as uh, the headline. You know, Emily, that's all I'm seeing in the last 15 minutes. Okay, Bill, before we sign off for the weekend, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day. We mentioned it. It was Zscaler. After the bell yesterday, as you told us, Bill, Zscaler said fiscal Q2 non-GAAP net income for diluted share was $0.37. Cents. This was up from $0.13 cents a year earlier, and that's up 184% year-over-year. Analysts expected a normalized EPS of just $0.29 cents per share. Revenue for the quarter was up 52% to $387.6 million. Analysts had expected $364.8 million. The company narrowly beat expectations for billings. Billings for Zscaler came in at $493.8 million, and this was compared to estimates of $491.4 million. In terms of guidance, they did guide higher. The company sees a Q3 20 
23 EPS of 39 cents versus the consensus of 31 on revenue of 396 to 398 million dollars versus the consensus of 387.3 million dollars for full year 2023. They're looking at an EPS of $1.52 to $1.53 versus the consensus of $1.24. They also see revenue for full year 2023 at $1.558 to $1.563 billion versus the consensus of $1.53 billion. So, Bill, checkmark beat on EPS, checkmark beat on revenue, checkmark guided higher. But that thing with the billings really sort of sent investors into a tailspin. But you were trading it ahead of that earnings, and you were looking at an entry point of around $129. How did your call end up working out? Listen, you know, this, the stock opened up at 129.93 and my entry point was uh, 129. It fell after that. Uh, I believe it it broke the, the 128 area uh, or just down to the 128 area, which is positive because that was your, you know, entry point. Um, and then, you know, around 1130, it just started to run. You know, it just started running. And, you know, and by the close, it was at $134.30. It's a 3.2% move off the opening price. You bag it, you walk away, you got your game. Don't hold on for the big win because these things happen. I mean, look what just happened. As you said, they they beat on every matrix. But if you read the press release, there's a segment where they say for Q3, we're assuming billings to decline by approximately 9% sequentially compared to the mid-single-digit percentage declines we've seen over the last few years. Boy, that scared the crap out of everybody. That's why the stock is selling off. But their guidance still is higher. Um, so, yeah, it's selling off. But, you know, what? was that 1% there yesterday? Absolutely. Did it make money? Absolutely. Did it jump up after earnings? I mean, the, the, the stock hit, you know, I think it hit 140. Uh, there was a trade of 140 yesterday. So it definitely was there. But, you know, that, that, that uh, you're a tech company and you talk about, you know, guidance concerns. It's gonna it's gonna hit your stock negatively, and that's what's happening to Zscaler this morning. Um, but yesterday, hey, the, the we did we uh, we delivered a stock that was that moved three percent. So I got to call that a win, Emily. Definitely a win, and you know, being able to dig behind the stories underneath those stocks um, gives you the full picture. And Bill, thanks to Newswear, we were able to find all that information. But it was definitely a gain yesterday. Hopefully, the markets and our picks will have a strong start to March. And we will check in with you about today's Sienna pick of the day on Monday. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here Monday and each weekday morning next week at Newswear's Trade Talk, when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green. 